Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. What is up? How's it going? Welcome to APR, a.k.a. the Annexation of Puerto Rico. We are the football podcast, giving you all the ins and outs for every upcoming NFL game this week. We've got all of our hot picks for each and every game for all you betters and fantasy GMs. So we are headed into the divisional round matchups. We've got eight teams left, so two games Saturday, two games Sunday. I mean, we are getting down to the nitty-gritty where every mistake is crucial. So I'm your host, Big Ball, and Ben Larson here with the crew. We've got Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks. Let's Let's go. We've got Steady Eddie. Yep. And we've got Tiffany from Picks by Chicks. How y'all doing tonight? Excellent. Dude, I'm kind of bummed that we don't get football till like Saturday, but, you know. I know. Yeah. Football's almost over. I know. This is like the (laughs) the best part of the year and the most depressing part of the year. Right. It's okay. Hockey starts, so we're good. We still got basketball. We got got other sports, but I mean, uh, you know, we're all here for football. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Sports are life, though. So, all right. But we are going to open off tonight by talking about, we're going to talk about the losers, man. We wah, talk about the Colts, wah. the Seago- uh, the Seahawks. I almost said Seagulls. Uh, I mean, kind of <laughs> all right now. Uh, the Titans, the Bears, the Steelers, and our Washington football team. They were all ousted last week from the playoffs, but hey, they made the dance. You got to give them at least a little bit of credit. But uh, I do have to ask y'all. So, like, do you see any of these teams as, like, this was their last hurrah, you know, trending downward? Or, like, do do you see these teams trending upward, you know, and and how do they get over that that hump? Um, I mean, I think that all these teams still have pieces to be good. Uh, I would I'd probably say the the team trending most down would be the Bears, just because they literally have like the worst dog shit quarterback play, but they have an excellent defense, and they didn't have Roquan Smith who led the league in tackles in that game, so they're gonna get him back. Obviously, if they can just like solidify the quarterback position which obviously is like pretty difficult it's not an easy thing to do they could like turn around and still be a team in the playoffs right like I don't think any of us had the Bears making the playoffs to begin the year so the fact that they were there with Trubisky and Foles is honestly pretty surprising in its own right Um, so I would just say that's probably the team trending most downward in, in my opinion do you think there's going to be any quarterbacks left at their spot, you know, around, what, 20, you know, to pick up that's going to be actually worthwhile? Well, that's the thing is, like, if you go young with your quarterback, you're basically saying, like, all right, we need a year or two to develop him because it's rare that a rookie quarterback just steps in and 
goes to the playoffs. Like, we don't see that very often. They do have a good enough defense when healthy, though, where if they get competent QB play, that's a possibility. But at 20, you know, the quarterbacks are going to be left that they're going to be choosing from is, like, Zach Wilson, who will probably get drafted before before that, and Mac Jones. And, you know, we saw what Mac Jones did in the national championship – but he would he had like fifty five minutes to throw from the pocket. I mean, literally <laughs> yeah. no pressure around yep. him. Right. And we saw what happened with Tua and every other Alabama quarterback that comes into the league. They get into the league and they don't have you know five five star offensive linemen, and they're going against just as good defenses. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think rookie is necessarily their answer. I think maybe picking up a free agent quarterback, and who knows what we're going to see on the market, you know, maybe even trading for a guy like Sam Darnold or uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. If San Francisco decides to move on from Jimmy G, Please. I think that's the route that they need to go. <laughs> yeah. The now, only thing though, is they have a, don't they still have a lot of money of folds? And uh, I know they declined Trubisky's uh, fifth year, but I think they still owe. Foles doesn't have a lot of dead money though. So they can cut him and be done with him. Yeah. Okay. The one thing is, is that they're going to lose Allen Robinson because he's going to get some big money. So losing him is going to be tough. But I mean, you still have Darnell Mooney, Wims. Like they have a good, lot of good young receivers too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bears is an interesting team uh, for me. Trending downwards. I mean, you guys should all see this coming. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, one, they were the worst team in the playoffs, maybe besides the Bears. Uh, and two, it just kind of escalated and proved itself even more against the Browns. Um, they're going to lose Juju Smith-Schuster in the offseason. He's probably going to get a lot of money somewhere else. Uh, Roethlisberger should should retire. Uh, I didn't see anything in the last maybe six games of the year to think otherwise. Um, and honestly, I mean, their whole defense was banged up. You get That was a top yeah, five defense before the they defense lost. defense didn't turn the ball over five times, dude. Like They had nothing to do with the defense. The defense yeah, was but I mean, when in such bad positions. They had yeah, no chance. But There's no excuse saying. to be yeah. throwing four interceptions in a playoff four interceptions game or any game. And, I mean, the fumble in the beginning, the beginning, you know, those things happen. Like, random weird things happen. We saw it in a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning at quarterback, right? No, uh, but what I'm saying is, dude, that's a defense that with Magger Rudolph and who's that other Duck Hodges, they won eight games last year. So saying that, like, they're training downward, they're, they're kind of in the same position as the Bears, but their defense is better when fully healthy. So, I mean, they're literally a team, too, like the Bears, that needs to go out and find a guy that can, like, just be a competent quarterback. Yeah, but I think the other the other big hole that Pittsburgh has, and, and they're my team trending downward, is their, you know, their rushing situation. Yeah. They, they don't have, and there aren't too many, you know, mobile quarterbacks that are available. I mean, we might see Deshaun Watson go. Who knows? I, I mean, I doubt Houston lets another huge name go like that without getting you know extraordinary like number of draft picks players and right. i don't think and to be honest i don't know if anyone's you know willing to do that um oh, but I, there's a lot of teams that are willing to trade a lot of draft picks for deshaun watson i can yeah, guarantee yeah. you that <laughs> i yeah. trade the franchise for that dude yeah he's a top five quarterback that's you know, very but, true. Like with, but like you mentioned with the Steelers, right? You talk about like how Hodges and Rudolph went eight and eight. But last year they were running the ball. They were able to run the ball. The Steelers have always been able to run the ball, and now they can't. Pouncey's going to be retiring this year as well, probably. Uh, he's getting you know long in the tooth. I, 
the Steelers offensively is going to be a completely different Steelers team that you've seen in the last 10 years. I'm like, they're going to be a bottom five offense in the league next year, hands down. They have one of the worst play callers in the NFL. Uh, and on top of that, they don't really have the physical talent. Like Roethlisberger in the past made up for a lot of things that the Steelers couldn't do. And now he can't do that. Um, so, and so you're saying like Chase Claypool isn't good. Eric okay, Ebron isn't good. Eric Ebron's awful. Yeah, he sucks. Get him out. I mean, with a better quarterback, though, I think he he does a lot better. His size is a huge advantage. But he, but he had Matthew that. Stafford in Detroit, and he couldn't do anything. His best year was with Jacoby Brissett in Indianapolis, and that's just because he was a red zone target. Like Ebron, I feel, is one of the more overrated players in football. But you got James Conner, who – I mean, he can't stay healthy. And even when he's on the field, he looks like an old man. Uh, and then <laughs> everybody on the Steelers drops passes, dude. Like that, that yeah. offense That's is true. flawed. It's not yeah. good. That's true. They you have a that. huge ego too. Like these guys, you have Juju <laughs> TikToking and dancing on logos. You have Chase Claypool talking shit after you just took an L to Cleveland. And they need to get off social media and they need to focus on winning games. Yeah, man. I think in all honesty, I know like we've had discussions about Tomlin in the past. Uh, I think he legitimately needs a fresh start. Like I think he needs to ask for a mutual uh, release from the Steelers, go sign with LA and go take the chargers on some playoff runs, dude. Like I don't think, I don't think in Pittsburgh, he's going to be able to get it done. I feel like he's kind of lost control of that locker room a little bit. It all started with AB, you know, with the video while they're in the locker room. Um, And it's just kind of spiraled from there. I mean, I don't see a team led by like Peyton Manning, for example, or Tom Brady, where people are dancing on logos and you know, all that. Like, I don't see that. Um, And I think if Tomlin was crazy, who knows? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So are you comparing, are you comparing Tomlin to Peyton Manning and Tom Brady? Are you comparing Ben Roethlisberger to Peyton Manning? No, I'm comparing the locker rooms, dude locker rooms like if they always say Tomlin is this phenomenal leader which you know sure he he could be but if you are you have to have control of these of these people you know Belichick doesn't let that happen and we put Tomlin in that same category as Belichick so um I honestly is not in that same category as Belichick Tomlin's a good coach but he's not Bill Belichick nah Tomlin's Tomlin's all right all right so uh Tiffany who's your you're trending downwards and then who's your trending upward um, might be a little controversial, but trending downwards, I'm going to go with Seattle because yeah. they need a defense. They have no run game. Even Russell Wilson hasn't looked like the MVP contender that he was in the beginning of the season. Um, maybe Pete Carroll is the problem. I really don't know. But what is the Seahawks? They have Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. And that's it. And you need more than that. And also, and they're in Adams the, and what was that? Jamal Adams, and I mean, you've got uh, who eh. was injured this year, and they it's also, you know, but also they don't have a lot of draft picks because of Jamal Adams too. So that's well, and they're also it. in like the hardest division in the league, arguably. And what happens when the Niners, Arizona, and the Rams are all healthy next season? You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're going to be bottom of the barrel if they don't figure things out. Yeah, I can agree with that completely. Actually, yeah, uh, that, that defense looked look, uh, that defense looked atrocious in the first half of the year, and then you flip it over. That look offense better. looked atrocious in the yeah, what was yeah. that second half of the year? So 
I know. You see, they you can... fired uh, Schottenheimer today, too. Yeah. yeah. Seattle was my second team that was trending down just because of the things that obviously were mentioned. Um, the, the firing of Schottenheimer is, is hilarious to me because all last year, all offseason, all beginning of the year, it was like, let Russ cook, let Russ cook. You let Russ cook, he cooks, and then he like kind <laughs> he of falters. Downhill. Right. Yeah. And then. And then they had to like switch up their offensive schemes and their offensive philosophy towards the end of the year. So I'm kind of in agreement. So I think there's a, I think there's a disconnect between that's a team where I think there's a locker room disconnect. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, out of all the teams that we saw lose, I think the team that has the best future going forward um, will be Tennessee. Um I think they're a quarterback away from being like a legitimate contender. I know Tannehill played really well and all I that mean, stuff. The stats look good, but he's the reason they lost. Like they on the last pick that they threw to Peters, he had AJ Brown wide open on the left side of the field and didn't open. even look his way. Wide open. And that was the game winner. Or a tire tying game, tying the game. Yeah, but at the, the same time, like I don't think they really have anything special on defense either, though. Like, yeah, they, they're not they a team that, that aren't going to put, put yeah, a team away, and I think you need both, and I don't yeah. think they have that. Two years ago, though, they were one of the better defenses in the league, and I think Vrabel learned a hard lesson this year where he didn't hire a defensive coordinator. He said he was going to be the defensive coordinator, and to be a head coach and coordinator is one of the hardest things to do in sports. Uh, so I think he's going to bring somebody in that uh, – vibes with his style which will help him a lot more um and you got to remember too man like the number one quarterback that's going to be available in my opinion is matthew stafford i don't know where he's going to go but whoever gets him is going to have a gem like let's say he goes to tennessee or even a team like the colts right who's going to lose um Philip Rivers at, at this year more than likely yeah like if you put stafford on that colts team pff, that's He's got to stay healthy, though. Dude, you know where Stafford's going to go? Washington. Uh, that is a team that is trending up. That is a team that is yeah. legitimately a quarterback away from being. They, if they had Matthew Stafford this year, they would have probably been eleven and five. I mean, they were oh, five and sure. one with Alex Smith that. as starter. Yeah. If dude, they had a guy like Matt Stafford. Dude. Nah, he's not going to start, dude. He's no, definitely going to be the go. backup next year. But you know if they can we- get a guy like Stafford, especially if they don't have to give up a lot of draft capital and they can still use that. Because, I mean, you got McLaurin, Gibson, McKissick on offense. Oh, Logan yeah, Thomas looks good. Your yeah. offensive line was a top five offensive line. And then, obviously, you have, like, arguably the best defensive line in football. And then you use those draft picks to draft, like, safety, corners, linebackers, and then have Matt Stafford. Dude. You're winning the NFC East for, for probably the next three years. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I think Washington's trending up. I wasn't going to just bring him out and, you know, throw him in there because I think everyone already knew that Yeah, uh, <laughs> coming into tonight. Um, I so, agree. Tiffany, you never told us who your, your trending up was. So, Oh, yeah, I didn't. Um, we didn't talk about Indianapolis, and I – well, we did a little bit. If they got Matt Stafford, like, that would be huge because I do think – you know, they need a better quarterback than Phillip Rivers. Yep. Like, he, may, he makes plays. Um, he's not the worst. He's solid, but... He's old. 
he's old. And I, I do think that Indianapolis got lucky, unlucky with that seventh seed and going up against the Bills because I think if they would have been seeded a little bit higher and they would have played either like Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Cleveland, maybe even Baltimore, yeah. they probably would have won. Yeah, I mean yeah. they they should have won that Buffalo game. They were two and two for five in the red zone. I, mean, I know that was a like scary. Yeah. yeah, they missed that. What was that fourth again? Fourth and goal, dude. What's wrong Take with a field goal, field goal, dude? What is wrong again. with it? What's wrong with putting yeah. points on the board? Like I, I get it. You want the touchdown? Who doesn't? Especially early in the game. Yeah, yeah, we're not playing Madden out here, dude. Yeah, and, you know. And then I mean? that last like, drive too, when he threw that fucking hail mary, he couldn't even get it to the end zone. Dude, <laughs> there's only so many times I could watch Philip Rivers shot put a football around the football field, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm a great career. You know, wonderful. Glad you're out of the league because I don't have to watch you anymore. Right. Yeah. Go coach Love high school it. football, bro. Love it. He's, he, well, he has 40 kids to coach, so. That's, that's why he's coaching high go. school football. Do, do you know what's crazy yeah. is he's going to have a whole offensive line of his kids. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be fun. Let's uh let's move on to these games. We've got two two games on Saturday that we're going to uh first spotlight and the first of these games. I mean, it, it gives us really the biggest offensive in the NFC against one of the biggest defensive defenses in the NFC. So Jordan, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to you on this one because right now spread is sitting at six and a half in favor of the Packers. And I know you've been tough on Green Bay going again, up against, you know, top rated defenses, and the Rams yep. D is king. So I mean, who do you think takes this one in their first matchup of the season? Well, Green Bay, the reason why I'm hard on them is because they made me eat a lot of crow when they went up against Tampa. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude, they're going to smash Tampa. Like, this one is a wrap. And they looked like Brady, shit, dude. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers looked like shit. And they've had the easiest schedule in the NFL. Hands down, it's not even debatable. Like, they've only played three teams over 500 all season. So because of that, I think the Rams are pretty battle tested. I don't even care about the weather because what the Rams want to do is they want to run the football and they want to play defense. And they have one of the best defensive lines. And, and uh, on top of that, Green Bay's starting left tackle, Bakhtiari, is out. So, you know, that's a guy that you're relying on covering Aaron Rodgers' blind side. That's a big loss. And because of that, you know, Wolf. And Aaron Donald and company on that defensive line, they're going to get after it, dude. And Jalen Ramsey has shut every wide receiver down. He shut DK Metcalf down. He shut um, DeAndre Hopkins down twice. So he's going to shut Adams down. Now it's whether those other playmakers on Green Bay are going to be able to make plays. you got to rely on Valdez Scantling, you know, Lazard. Lazard, And I just, I don't think that they're going to make enough plays to be able, they might win the game. They might win the game by one point, by two points, because this is going to be a low scoring game. I just don't think that they're going to win by a touchdown or more. The Rams are going to keep it within a touchdown. Yeah, Uh, I I agree with you, Jordan. Um, The fact that the spread keeps moving though like I do like the Rams at plus seven as opposed to the six and a half but 
the Rams have been showing up. You can't argue that their defense is phenomenal. They're going to put a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to get flustered and make bad decisions. Um, but when, when has Aaron Rodgers made bad decisions? They all do. I mean, they're quarterbacks. They I mean, make he's only bad thrown decisions. five interceptions this year. Yeah, it's look what he did against the NFL. Look yeah, but I mean, it just it happens all the time. And uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's the he's the least likely quarterback to do it, but even he gets pressured and he gets flustered. Yeah, and is uh, Donald actually? I mean, yeah, Donald's playing. Yeah, he's Donald playing. is playing. Those yeah, but how 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 effective? How he's effective getting, is he? I mean, he's getting that Tyrod Taylor shot, dude. So let's hope his uh, yeah, mental doesn't go in. Than, uh, yeah, yeah, because I what they say what two broken ribs. Mm, yeah. Hey man. Yeah. Aaron so, Donald, half of an Aaron beast. Donald is still a great player. That's true. That's, true. That's very true. I agree. Man, I don't know. These numbers just they they really are in favor of you know of Green Bay, and you know what I know. Numbers? I mean, the, each individual player's numbers. I mean, Rogers yeah, over have they gone Goff. up against a defense like the Rams. No. Uh, that's what you have to look at. You can't just look at. I mean, you the look numbers at, because at Chicago. Had the okay, so Chicago's. You, you guys just said Chicago's got a great defense. And they, Rams defense better. It's it's definitely better, but they yeah. they beat Chicago by nineteen. I mean, that's yeah, a, I mean, that that's handily. All, you know, all Tennessee. You guys just said it was you know a, a mediocre defense. You know, they won by you know thirty six points there, or sorry, yeah, twenty six points there. Like they they win ball games handily, and yes, absolutely right. It's not against a Rams defense, but I, I mean, you've got injured Rams offenses too. Like you've got Goff, who I mean, yeah, he did play well last week, but like, uh, is he going to be able to come out and play incredibly well again? Is I mean, is Acres going to get? you know have a decent game i mean he yes, doesn't he is. <laughs> you know he only averages you know five and a half yards per carry only that's like that's, that's how like good that's, that's like that's two two touches but, and you got a first down so here's the thing here's what yesterday if you guys listen to the podcast jordan and i do uh, together i said i like the rams and i liked the under here i still love the under i still think that's the bet if you're if i'm going to be betting on this game i'm definitely going with the under but what's swaying me back towards green bay is just a few things uh, in their last three games green bay is two and one against the rams they're three and zero oh against the spread and when's the last those- time they played the last time they played, let's go back, was 2018 when the Rams were better than they are. Or I'm sorry, two, yeah, 2018 when the Rams were better than they are now. And they went to the uh, Super Bowl. Correct. Yeah, but they didn't and have the, Jalen Ramsey. The Rams only won by two, but they had a much better offense. They had one of the best offenses in football then. Uh, the Rams won 29-27, right? So but. In the last three games, the Rams have rushed for 145 yards against the Packers, which is what we all think is going to happen again on, on was it Saturday that they're playing? Yeah. Um, so 
the Packers have already faced them with them running all down their throats. Um, so that is a plus. The other thing that I'm going with is that the Rams are one in five uh, straight up against the Packers in their last six, and they're zero and six against the Packers against the spread in their last six. Um, yeah, but I mean, now, their last six—if the last time they played was 2018, we're de- we're going back to when like the Rams were dog shit in St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, even then though, they still had uh, what's his name there. McVay was still their coach for at least one of them, right? And on top of that, this is not a Rams team. Like, let's be a hundred percent honest about this Rams team. This offense is awful. Uh, last week they put up thirty it's points, and I still can't figure out how they put up thirty points besides giving it to Acres and let him do his thing. Russell but- Wilson was like eleven for twenty-seven passing. Wasn't so- one a defensive touchdown too? They scored a defensive uh, touchdown in yeah. two games in a row. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think Aaron Rodgers is going 11 for 27? No, I, I don't. I just think the seven points not is a chance. Many. I don't not think. Not a chance. No. I, hey, I Aaron Rodgers could go 11 for 27. He went like 12 for 30 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Rams have a way better defensive front than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, but they're going to have way more weapons. They have so many weapons right now. we got Aaron Jones, Tanya's playing well. You know, Marcus Valdez-Scanlon, yes. They had all those weapons against Tampa. But it was Adams' first game back, and they just force-fed Adams. We talked about that on the podcast back then. And when they started force-feeding Adams, that's when they lost the game. They don't have to force-feed Adams anymore. He's been playing they're not going to be able to because then they're going to be throwing to Jalen Ramsey, and that's going to be – And I mean, they're – I mean, if Ramsey's following Adams around, then he's going to have to figure out ways to win with his other with his other players. But at the end of the day, man, we're talking he's about one of the more. greatest football players of all time in Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't think anyone can doubt that. On top of that, he's one of the best throwers of the football. The weather's going to be freezing cold for a team from L.A. to go to Green Bay in 30-degree weather. That's yeah, but gonna the Rams be rough. play football like they play in a blizzard. They don't play – throw it around the field dude they play smash mouth football and they beat you up but on they, defense they that's they like honestly what they want the, the long ball though yeah they, the rams they, when does jared, jared goff ever throw a deep pass to cup? he can't he's got 12 pins in his freaking thumb dude like like i don't think <laughs> like goff can't throw the ball cooper cup's not playing i just do yeah. not who's see he gonna the, throw to i just don't cooper see the playing. i just don't see the packers winning by more than seven dude i just don't see it I, I, I don't. I don't disagree that they're gonna win. Yeah, it's just too much, dude. Six and a half, seven points is way too much, dude. I'm looking at this. Like, in my opinion, I think this could be a two score game. Yeah, I will I bet think... you a shot. This is not a two score game. Oh, God, here. Yeah, I'll take it because I think it's gonna be a two score game because it's like I my I think twenty eight ten. 24 no 10, things something like that. Yeah, dude. Like the Packers don't have to the Packers Eddie need to be put following up 17 uh, points. Packers Twitter too much. I don't even I'm, I'm not even following I'm with Eddie. Packers Twitter. I, I'm with Eddie. I'm actually gonna be talking about this one later. So yeah, dude. Like, the Packers need uh, 17 points to beat the yeah. Rams. I don't there's no way they don't get 17 points. Yeah, okay, 17 to 10, <laughs> 17, 11, 17, It'll 14, be 17, 7, because they wouldn't make two scores. <laughs> All right, so you guys have that bet, but let's let's move on Not to uh, game number two. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a. I think we may go against a, a game later. Maybe in our best bets, we might have a, a shot bet going too. Uh, but uh, we'll talk about game two. We've got uh, you know a Saturday night game, which is a little crazy because it's going to be a huge AFC matchup. 
and you've got uh, you know two teams that are super hot right now. You've got Bills on a seven-game streak. You've got the Ravens on a six-game streak. So Bills are favored by two. Tiffany, as that West Coast member of the Bills Mafia, <laughs> like, are you worried about this game? Because you were talking up Baltimore last week. You know, I am very worried about this game. Um, I'm a little salty that my beloved team busted my six-teamer parlay. (laughs) But I think the Bills played one of their worst games uh, last week that they've played in a long time. And I think they had the first playoff game jitters. I think they're going to come out strong against Baltimore. Um, I'm concerned about their run defense being able to stop Lamar, but you can't stop the Bills offense right now. I love that they picked up Devontae Freeman too, even though he won't play in this game, but I think he'll be a great addition to their offense. And I can't go against my team right now, even though like I'm not confident about this at all. This is, not best bet material for me (laughs) but i will be taking the bills this is best bet material for me for sure (laughs) i was honestly i think the i think the colts they exposed a flaw in buffalo last week the first half the colts dominated time of possession they arguably should have been up they were two for five in the red zone they just weren't able to capitalize in the red zone and a lot of that is because philip rivers Missed a throw to Pittman in the end zone. Missed him by like two feet. It should have been an easy touchdown. They didn't kick a field goal. And the two-point conversion was a fucking terrible-ass two-point conversion. But the Colts rushed for 163 yards. And Baltimore is the number one rushing team in the league. I don't see any reason why Baltimore is not going to be able to rush the ball against Baltimore. On top of that, the – Buffalo, yeah. (laughs) Against Buffalo, Yes, I don't see why Buffalo isn't going to be able to stop is going to be able to stop them. On top of that, the Bills, um, Josh Allen inside the pocket is not a good throw over the football. Thirty six percent of Buffalo's offense came from from Josh Allen escaping the pocket and getting to the outside. In the third and fourth quarter, the Colts were really able to contain him a little bit more and make his life a little bit more difficult, and they weren't able to freely move the ball as they were earlier in the game, and. Baltimore's defense is on a roll, man. They just shut Derrick Henry down 40 yards on 22 rushes. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a defense that is rolling now. They've been rolling for the last few weeks. They're number four DVOA in the last five weeks. So I mean, this is a this is a top-level defense, dude. I like Baltimore here. I like Baltimore to win. I like a money line. I think this is where the wagons stop, and the only team that's going to circle the wagons like the Buffalo Bills this weekend is the Baltimore Ravens. It pains me to say that, dude, but it's going to happen. Yeah, because I don't think there's ever been once this season that we've heard you uh, on on Baltimore side, and, you know, at least with a lot of you guys talking about all these flaws that they have and and how how they're suspect. And, you know, I I just don't think you can put one – okay, so, yes, they're they're doing well in these last couple games. We talked about it last week, how they weren't playing good – you know, good teams. And then they come in last week and they do have a great game. Absolutely great. But I don't think that they can put, you know, two straight games back to back like that. I mean, you talk about how, you know, uh, Baltimore's defense is so stout and that is right. It's against the rush though. And I mean, you've got Josh Allen who is just, he's, I mean, absolutely incredible through the past. Like, 
over 4,500 yards. But I mean, they even shut you know, AJ passing, Brown 37 down. 37 touchdowns. Well, yeah, but you got to, I mean, they've Last got, week they've too. got a multitude of options there that, that yeah, but everything comes off Josh Allen getting out of the pocket and using his legs to make plays improvis improvisation. And on the flip side, my biggest thing about Baltimore that I was against is that Lamar Jackson can't throw, but basically Baltimore said, we don't give a fuck. What we're going to do is we're literally going to line up three tight ends and we're just going to run Lamar Jackson down and you're not gonna be able to do anything about it. And no one's been able to do anything about it. They're not making him throw the ball. They're literally just using him as a running back back there. And yeah, he's one of the Buffalo's most elusive players in the open not, field. Buffalo's defense in in rushing. They just is gave not up 163 trash. yards. Uh, okay, in one game, but that's. I mean, you look over the 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 whole. They're giving season, up 122 122. yards a game. Yeah, that's a lot of yards, dude. And their last it's three, like they're giving up. The a, they're giving up 126 yards in the last three. They gave up 163 last game, and Baltimore's a much better rushing mm. team than the Colts are. That's, that is true. Well, yeah, uh, the Colts have a lot of options, and that's part of why I like the Colts. You know, moving forward, is they do have those options. You've got Taylor, you've got Hines. You know, the, I, I agree uh, with you. I just the fact that I mean Eddie Eddie noticed this. He said it on the show last night. Baltimore literally they they're literally telling you we're lining up to run the ball and you're not going to be able to do anything about it and that is like when you're able to do that that's like a def that deflates the opposing team right. it's concerning the one thing with Baltimore's defense last week I do agree with you that they were able to shut down obviously they shut down Henry it was impressive but you got to remember too that Tennessee is a one trick pony right all they're they going to do is run the ball. So all Baltimore did was put nine in the box, 10 in the box to say, yeah, if you're going to beat us through the air, Tannehill, go for it. And he couldn't, right? I don't, you can't do that with Buffalo. Now they're not going to run the ball down your throat ever. Like Buffalo is not a running team, but they can get dropped back with Allen and he can do anything. Like he, he can run the ball as well. Maybe obviously nowhere near what Lamar Jackson can do, right? Like that's yeah. a given. No one can do what Lamar Jackson can do because he's a running back, really. Except Kyler. Um, yeah, but Kyler can throw. That's different. Um, yeah. But so you take Allen, though, if, he, if they spread him out and you got Diggs and Marcus Peters who only covers one side of the field, so you don't have to worry about – uh, Diggs always being on Peters. Uh, but even Marlon Humphrey but makes big plays at the AJ end. Brown. But AJ Brown and Stefan Diggs are two different players, dude. Like I think Stefan Diggs should be calling his coaches right now saying he's open. Like he's always open on every play. And on top of that, you got to worry about Cole Beasley, who's going to be underneath, who's going to get those annoying six to seven yards every time, right? Uh, and I can't remember the kid's name right now, but they had the uh, the young guy who had like the two toe drags on the sidelines. Like, not saying he's like a big weapon or anything like that, but you know, another solid piece that they can add into it. I I just think that with Baltimore having to play both Allen as a spy um, and having to cover Diggs downfield, you're not going to be able – if you're spying, it's going to be hard to double cover Diggs. You're going to have to play a lot of zone with that spy. Um, and that's where Beasley's going to shine because he just kind of finds the open spot. Allen runs around for a minute, finds Beasley. We're good. Uh, the thing that I'm looking at for this game is you kind of already mentioned it is how is Buffalo's defense going to respond to the Ravens running game? 
the only way Buffalo's going to win, the, and this is the thing I love about Buffalo, is that their defense is extremely opportunistic. They seem to get a turnover at the most important time of the game. Like you go back to the New England game when it looked like the Patriots are about to take the lead and win the game at the end. They pop the fumble out from Newton, recover it, win the game, right? Like the defense is one of the, is like the prime example of Ben don't break, uh, which is, you know, you may not always get the stops, Baltimore is going to score, uh, but they're going to get a turnover, especially with Lamar Jackson. They're going to eventually he's going to have to throw the ball. Um, That's what scares so. me too, though, Eddie, is because Baltimore is a number one team in the red zone. They're number one in red zone efficiency. And that's where the Colts lost last week. They were two for five in the red zone. Right. And, but the thing is like, again, I, I think this game's going to come down to like one or two stops. Like it's not, it's going to be another offensive explosion. I mean, you may have like some punts, whatever, but there's going to be one or two defensive plays that we're going to talk about next week on why Buffalo won this game. I like it. Like, but as far as like the bets go, you, I will not put a fucking dime on this game. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so you're confident that we're going to be talking about a Buffalo win, but you're not Correct. confident enough to put money on it. Not uh, a chance. Not at six. Uh, not at like six. Like not it. at two. Oh, sorry, not at two. Sorry. Not at two. Not at six. No. Not at one. Could tease nothing. it. <laughs> I'm not even going to tease it. <laughs> I think this, this will be the best game of the weekend, though. I agree. Yeah. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah. I'm very excited about this game because really, I want to see where Buffalo is. Like, I've, I think Buffalo is gonna be one of the top teams in the AFC for a lot of years to come, and I really am hoping for a Buffalo Chiefs uh, AFC Championship game. Yes. So, so I, I really want this game. I really want Buffalo to win this game. Me too. Hey guys, it's your boy Jordan. Stacks on stacks on stacks, lads. And me, Steady Eddie Martin. You've seen our picks on Twitter and all our shows on the Taproom Sports Podcast Network. So we're bringing y'all a new show twice a week called The Square Sharks. Yeah, just two guys who love sports that'll help you win money. Yup, so go to www.taproomsportspodcast.com slash square sharks for more info and to subscribe to the podcast. Don't miss out. Do it now. Why throw away free money? Let's move into uh, into another aspect of the podcast, and we are going to go to our fantasy draft. And, uh, you know, as we're moving through the playoffs and as teams are really just kind of dwindling off, we, we made an executive decision, and uh, we are cutting out that loser of the week. Uh, and for the last week, unfortunately, Jordan, so you get are out. Um. <laughs> so uh, last week, our scores, uh, I mean, Tiffany, of course, got the W as she was 75.72 points. Uh, Eddie came in second with 68.9 points. I came in third with 64.7 points. And Jordan was behind us with 47 points. So again, if uh, if you lose this week, you are out. And we've got our finals next week. Um, I, was, I came in third place, so I get first pick. And uh, with that first pick, I'm going to go with my homie, Mr. Patrick Mahomes, not Pat. <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, as I did last week, I'm going to take the best quarterback uh, 
Well, I can't Cooper. say he's the best quarterback playing this week because uh, Mahomes is back playing, but and Rodgers. But we're going to take Josh Allen. Um, and with my quarterback position, I will be taking Breeze. And then background to me, I will be taking Nick, Nick Chubb. And we're just going to take the best tight end in the world uh, and take Travis Kelsey. Man, um, to double dip, to not double dip, uh, I'm going to say no. We're going to go uh, Stefan Diggs. Oh, shit, and it's back to me. Uh, running back, One more time, we'll buddy. go with uh, <laughs> with Kamara. <laughs> so we kind of mentioned it earlier. Green Bay is going to give up a lot of rushing yards. There's only one guy who can get those rushing yards for the Rams, so we'll be taking Acres with my running back selection. And with my wide receiver position, I will be taking Devontae Adams. And then with my tight end, I will be taking Mark Andrews. And I can't believe that he's still available here, but we will be taking uh, Tyreek Hill. Your uh, team is stacked, Eddie. After <laughs> I'm looking at this, like you're definitely going to win. <laughs> no, 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 I'm going to get 70 this. points. I got this covered. Uh, I got this covered because my kicker is going to give me a million points this week. And uh, I'm going to go with Crosby. And damn it, I have to go again. Shit. Um, and okay, I guess we are going to double dip because we're going to uh, the Packers with this one for my tight end. I'm going to go Tanyan. Yeah, we're just going to take, uh, even though he missed last week, which kind of shocked me, we're just going to take Tucker. Uh, just stick into that shootout game. And then with my kicker, I'm going to take Matt Gay. That's his name, right? Yeah. For your sake, he better be. Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. So Sunday brings us to the first meeting of the season between these two teams. We've got the dog pack coming in as 10-point dogs heading into Kansas City to play the Chiefs. I mean, Eddie, do you think 10 points is too much for these Chiefs? Um, you know, no, I don't. Eddie's yep. uh, a smart man. I yeah, think Kansas right City, there with you. I think Kansas City is going to win this game. Uh, we're talking about two score games. Um, I think that is definitely going to be the case here. This one might get ugly uh, quickly. Uh, the thing with the Browns that we all know is that they are a ground and pound team, right? Their key to success this year has been taking the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands uh, mm-hmm. and watching the Chiefs all year. We all know that you cannot take the ball out of your quarterback's hands if you expect to beat the Chiefs. Um, the only team that had legitimately beat the Chiefs this year was the Raiders, and Derek Carr won that game for him. Uh, he outdueled Patrick Mahomes on that day, and that was the reason they lost. Um, so I do I think Baker Mayfield can do that? No. Do I think Baker Mayfield's going to make another commercial after this game? Yes. Probably. Do I think that uh, Chubb and Hunt are going to have uh, poor games? Chubb will. Hunt won't. Um 
because they're going to have to throw the ball. And Chubb just said his like career high in receiving yards last week. They're not going to get a snap over the center's head. That's going to give them a touchdown early in the game. Um, the Browns had a great year, and I think the Browns are a really good team. The problem is they're going to be down 21-7 at one point in this game, and Mayfield's not going to be able to lead them back. I mean, they just don't have enough weapons uh, besides Landry that can help them do that. So, um, plus Andy Reid's coming off another bye, and we, we've talked about it before. Andy Reid off a bye is ridiculous, um, and the Chiefs have been coasting all year doing like the Lakers style of football uh, just to get to the playoffs. So playoffs are here. And now we're going to see the beat down. Yep. hundred percent. Andy Reed, 19 and three off a of bye, undefeated <laughs> off a of bye in the playoffs, by the way. Um, also off a of bye in the playoffs, average scoring margin for Andy Reed. This is with Alex Smith, Donovan McNabb as quarterbacks as well. Average margin of victory, 12.3 points per game. Um, So not only does he win, he wins big. Patrick Mahomes, five playoff games, one loss to New England, obviously, in the AFC Championship. Every other game, they've won by more than 11 points. All right. Patrick Mahomes, playoffs. Uh, My guy has 13 touchdowns, two interceptions in the playoffs. All right. That's another thing. Kansas City's defense also doesn't get the respect they deserve. They've been a pretty decent defense all year, and they've been hurt as well. You know, they're actually seventh DVOA against the pass. They're not as good against the run, but the th- but like Eddie said, uh, they don't they don't allow you to run it because they want to run the score up, right? They haven't done it the last ten weeks. Obviously, they've been kind of coasting through the year. This team is better than last year. We saw it in the early on in the season when they really handled shit. Um, I think they've kind of just been like getting ready for the playoffs all year long. I think this is a team like the Lakers are in the NBA. Like they know who they are. They're a veteran team. They've won the Super Bowl. They basically have the same team back, except they got Le'Veon Bell, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. They're a better team than last year. This is going to be a blowout. The public is going to be pounding Cleveland plus 10. They already are. This is Vegas special. Those hotels do not get built for free. Everybody is going to be on the Cleveland Browns. Kansas City wins handily here. I think this one gets really ugly. I see this one being like 50 to 30 by the end of the contest. I love the over in this game. Tiffany? (laughs) It's my turn. Yay. Um, I'm against you guys, and I fucking love it. I I love it. I'm still riding the train that Kansas City can't cover a spread. And once again, the spread is way too big. You have a Cleveland team coming off a huge win and upset in Pittsburgh. They got their first win in a playoff game in decades, and they're not going to let Kansas City just walk all over them. Will Cleveland win this game? No, probably not, even though I would love for them to win. Will they keep it close? 100%. Hey, the other thing, too, is... Sorry, Ben. I don't care what they did in the playoffs last year or the year before. That was last year. <laughs> but it's the same team. This is this year. I'm talking I'm talking about the Browns though. Like the Browns last week, like yes, they went up big. They went up super big, but they still let in like 37 points. Like and that was with an offense that had yeah, they're a big They had that game put away. Throwing four throwing they're four interceptions. Like, they're playing yeah. prevent. So Kansas quarter. City's defense is atrocious not good. better than cleveland's so, statistically, statistically so kansas city wins by a touchdown they're not winning by more than 10 
Uh, they're going to win by more than 10. Uh, Yeah. And you also got to think you've got, you know, the big thing that I was going to, you know, comment on was, you know, we saw um, Michael Dunn and Robert Jackson go on the IR today. Plus they're, you know, still dealing with COVID within their other uh, cornerbacks. One of them had it last week. We don't know which one, but the one thing I do, the one thing I want to say about this game too is that Kareem Hunt is like talking like, oh, this is revenge time because, you know, he used to play for Kansas City and they let him go. But it's like, yo, no one told you to kick a girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do you, what revenge do you That's have? That's true. I mean, you're asking true. for it. That's 100% true. It's not revenge. Yeah. It's your stupidity. I agree. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the the thing I, I mentioned before, I just don't trust Baker Mayfield to bring the Chiefs back in the game. He's not going to have a 28 nothing cushion, nope. you know. Um, but he and might, because remember last year in the playoffs when the, oh, the Texans, Texans right. went up 24 nothing. They ended and up losing that dog game walk, 51 like 50, to 27. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. Like the Chiefs, like, they, they score so fast. Yep. You know what I mean? Like even if they're down 10, down 14, whatever, it's going to be like it. three quick bombs to Tyreek Hill and they're up 21. 14 like i just the chiefs are so talented and on top of that they're they have a running back now like hilaire is fine uh but Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell has been playing really well uh and he fits better in an andy reed style offense he's a better pass catcher out of the backfield he's a better run he's a better pass blocker he hasn't me. done anything for yeah, I, I the chiefs i'm not on that one at either. all yeah, yet, he, he hasn't he hasn't looked good these last couple of games. I didn't he think looked, he looked yeah. great he last week either. Exactly like what the Chiefs need at running back. What do you mean? Yeah, with Clyde Edwards Solaire and Clyde, Clyde Edwards Solaire is not. Hilaire there, hasn't played think. like the last three weeks and Bell's Yeah, been because he's hurt. Guy. And yeah, and exactly. Bell hasn't been Bill hasn't been great. I pulled him Bell in for my Bell's gonna have my, over Bell's gonna have over seventy five total yards this game. Hundred percent. And a touchdown, like nothing, if not though. two. Yeah. Way to go out on a limb on that one, Eddie. <laughs> if that's what you – I mean, I'm sure that's going to be like one and of the – He's only gotten bets. like 40 to 50 uh, these last couple of games. So I'll, 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 I'll look for that 75 there, Eddie. Yeah, I'm just saying, well. like, he is the perfect fit. Like, who oh, on the is. Browns mm. is going to cover Travis Kelsey? Who on the Browns is going to cover Tyreek Hill? Who on the Browns is going to cover Sam? I'm also I'm just going to throw players. it all away. I also think Andy Reid has been saving a lot for the playoffs. I mean, you've seen a very – even against the the Falcons yep. and like it looked like they they were just like out there just playing. That's such a cop out answer. <laughs> it's like, not these teams dude. It's a seventeen game. They want to smash. No, Kansas so, City struggled against. Are we denying fourteen and two? No, I'm not denying that. I'm. I'm calling the facts that Kansas City cannot cover a spread, and ten points is too high. So but I mean, let's we, go back. Let's go back to a game against Tampa Bay, right? Let's just take it back into uh, the old. Uh, thank history. you. Cover. Thank you. <laughs> they were up twenty-eight nothing in like four minutes. Yeah. And then and they, they didn't and cover then, that game. And then Kansas City decided, okay, we're done. We what they thrown- ended up winning that game by three. <laughs> yeah, but they like, dude, they, they literally stopped throwing the ball. Every yeah, every 
Dude, every uh, offensive possession was run, run, Yeah, but run, are they punt. are they gonna do? Uh, I'll I'll jump on <laughs> on Tiffany's sides with this one. Like, are they going to do the same thing? <laughs> no, here, it's then? a playoff. Are they it's go a playoff up, game, like, dude. Who knows? Maybe keep... they'll save their souls for next Tyree week. Tyreek Hill could have had six hundred yards receiving <laughs> that game. Dude, all he right, could have, right, bro. Right. He had like over two hundred in one quarter. <laughs> in what yep. quarter? Dude? Oh no, I know, I know. Just just playing devil's advocate. No, there. I but, get. Hey, it. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to this next game. We've we're I think we're going and and repeating things here. So let's move on to our final uh, our final game of the week. We've got, uh, I mean, the third meeting of this crazy season. Um, we've got the Saints and the Bucks. Week one, New Orleans won 34 to 23. Week 10, New Orleans destroyed 38 to 3. I mean, bring out the back and muscle leave, the Tiger Bomb. You've got Mr. Osteoporosis at 41, breaking 11 of his ribs. I mean, you've got, you know, 43 years young old man Tom Brady out there, you know. So line sits at three in favor of the Saints. Are we getting a three peat this year in uh, Saints W's? No. Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nope. All right. So Eddie. Why Eddie? It sounds like yeah. It sounds like you're the only one saying the uh, the Bucks are going to take this game. Right. So why why do you see the Bucks doing that? So well, first off, welcome to the division series game sponsored by the History Channel. Yeah. We have facts. Tampa Bay. Right. The thing is, is that Tampa Bay now with Antonio Brown is a different offense than it was um, in those games. I believe week 10 was Antonio Brown's first they had game. Right? Antonio Brown. That was his first I game, guess. though. And but, now uh, they've and now they've had him and he's he's changing the, the entire offense on top of that. It's shitty defenses. Though. On top of I that, mean, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, I mean, against Washington, he had what? They had the touchdown and then like a big run. like, And then against – and uh, Leonard Fournette was running like a completely different player who hasn't run like that all season. Yeah, like one good uh, game. <laughs> the one good game in the playoffs against Washington is one of the best defenses in the NFL who we can yeah. get. Yeah, who's like number 17 against the run. The Saints are number one against matter, the run. Not, that's just one yeah. reason of why they're going to win. And on top of that, the Saints offense looked putrid last week. Like it did not they look looked good. putrid all year. Uh, they they, they looked putrid in the two wins against the Chicago uh, defense, and they still put up 21 They looked shitty against the two wins against uh, Tampa. So if their offense is bad, and Tampa Bay's offense is not bad right now, right? We can but agree with that. they will be bad because they the won't Saints be are going to get though. Brady off his spot. Yeah, because they're going to stop That's what running. we said about Washington, and Washington got Brady off his spot. But the one thing – <laughs> the one thing that Tampa did against Washington that they're not going to be able to do against the Saints is run the ball. Washington hasn't been good against the run all year. They've been average against the run. The Saints are number two against the run. Rams number one. So they're not going to be able to run the ball. So once you stop the run, it's going to force Brady to throw. And when you are able to just pin your ears back and blitz, that's when Brady gets uncomfortable. He was uncomfortable against Washington. But they won't be really, able to pin all their ears back. They won't be able to pin their ears back, though, because that's never going to be that big of a deficit. You only can pin your ears back if you're up two scores and the other team yeah, has but once to throw. You, dude, if you're in the third quarter and you have 30 yards rushing, I mean, come on, man. As an offensive coordinator, you have to, like, stop running the ball at some point because it's not working. No, because you need to set up play action. You need to set up, make the defense uncomfortable. You don't have to stop running. Just because you gain, like, one to two yards doesn't mean the run didn't work. 
No, I like the Saints. You know what I mean? Like you're saying the Saints. If the Saints like beat Tampa Bay and Breeze was like exceptional in those two games, I would probably lean Tampa to cover here. But the fact that they won those games and Breeze wasn't good in either of the games, I'm taking the Saints here because they're the same team. They're just. I think the Saints are better defensively now than they were then. I think that Week Ten matchup was when they started hitting their stride defensively. This Tampa Bay offense is so much different than it was in Week Ten, though. But they're playing not good. Because they're playing garbage teams. They played Minnesota, Atlanta, Detroit, (laughs) Atlanta again, Washington. Like, those aren't great teams. Washington is a defense. Okay, Washington. They they beat Washington because they were able to run the ball. They hit them on that play action. But aside from that, dude, they were making Brady uncomfortable. He he barely threw for over 50%. If he barely throws for over 50% against the Saints, Saints win this game. But he was hitting for big plays, dude. Like that's a Bruce Arians. I know because offense. they he were able to run the ball. The They're not going to be able to run the ball against the Saints. The yes, Saints are never. Will. Why? What makes yes, you think will. that? Because they were able to run the ball against Washington. Because, no, because if you have an offense that has weapons like Gronk, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin, you can't just stack the box. The and Saints are only giving up ninety-one yards on the ground a game. Yeah. But are they playing teams that have five, four or five weapons out there that you have to worry about the whole time? No, they're not. Like, yes, the, the Saints off the Saints defense. But on the flip side, dude, look who the Bucks have been playing on defense, dude. I mean, dude, let's be honest. They scored I'm not even 31 talking points. About the Bucks defense. It, uh, the Bucks I mean, the Bucks offense. I'm talking about the Bucks offense, dude. All right. Their their numbers are ballooned because they played the Lions, the Vikings. Who else did they play, Ben? Two or dog shit teams, the Falcons, the Panthers. Like, dude, you're talking dog shit teams, dude. Bottom dwellers. Four of the worst defenses in the league. Yeah, but, okay, so New Orleans played against Carolina, Minnesota, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Denver, Atlanta. Like, we're talking – they play, like, the same schedule, dude. They're in the same division. And they were better defensively. Yeah. But they're better defensively in most most places except for – but we're not talking about Tampa Bay's defense. It's all good. There's nothing to do with Tampa Bay's defense. There's three phases of the game. No, I never, I never heard of that before. Of course, there's three phases of the game, dude. So you only want to talk about one side. I'm telling you that Tampa Bay's offense is going to beat New Orleans' defense. And if Tampa Bay's offense is beating New Orleans' defense, do you think that New Orleans' offense can beat Tampa Bay's defense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. How? Uh, two names: Alvin Kamara and Can't Guard Me Mike. Okay, how what, how did Michael Thomas do last week? Uh, really good, actually. Yeah, he had two touchdowns. Seventy-two, yeah, seventy-three yards and a touchdown. That's, yeah, the, and they barely even threw the ball. They scored twenty-one points against the Bears, and I think that the Bears the, are like a top five the defense. Bears have the Bears a great beat defense. the Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> dude, no, there's no way, dude. I'm telling you right now, there's no way. And you guys are talking like just the last Bears week beat on the, the episode. Bucks. Just last week on the episode, you guys were saying, oh, the Bears, they're trash. They shouldn't be in the Their playoffs. offense. And now their all offense sudden, is trash. Yeah. Their defense is worthy. Yeah, I literally yeah. said in, when the show defense opened, has, I said yeah, that's a top shit. five defense that could turn around. and they're, They just yeah. have dog shit quarterback play, dude. Mitch Trubisky yeah. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, where you, honest, I mean, <laughs> you've, you've mentioned a little bit where you're going on this game, but why, why do you like uh, – why do you like the, the Saints I'm on here? The Saints. I just think yeah. they're overall a better team. I think their offense can make plays. Um, I don't know why Eddie's talking down their offense, and they have a great defense. They've already yeah, played Drew the Bucks sucks, twice. Drew Brees did not suck. 
No, he doesn't. He's he got doesn't 24 pass. touchdowns and I think if the Bucks win this game, it'll be because of the refs. There, I said it. Facts. No, that's <laughs> yep. 100% facts. Yeah, I'm right yep. there because with they you. They want to see Brady in the NFC yep. championship. At home. That's facts. Because right, honestly, yeah. Washington should have won that game last week. They were literally holding Chase Young. That left tackle, Smith, was holding Chase Young every fucking play, dude. And they weren't but calling they're not shit. not going to call holding on every play. Every team holds on every play. No, that's not true. That's 100% true. Not like obviously. <laughs> yes, every team holds every play. So that argument's like pointless. Now, I agree that the Bucks do get a lot more calls than other teams. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but at the same time, I could that be because their receivers are so good you have to hold them? Like Godwin's open on every single play, dude. Like who's going to cover him? And he's hurt. Um, Brady's going to play five yards short. Michael Thomas is hurt too. Nah, Thomas is healthy now, dude. He's been resting all year. He's still hurt, dude. He's remember when hurt. you it's remember right. when you said a few <laughs> right, weeks ago, right. Eddie, you were like, so, like they're saving what? Alvin Kamara. Like they've been they've been right. like lowering his workload. Hey, this is the game. Alvin Kamara goes off. All right. I don't see that. All right, I do because I took him in my be- my uh, my draft. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> all right, but uh, let's let's move on. We talked about all four games. We got two those two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Um, it's time to to make you some money. Oh yes, it's that time of the week. <laughs> you know, hey, you know what this is? It's that time for best <laughs> bets. That's right. Last week we had a pretty decent week. You know, if you saw her Instagram, Tiffany picks by chicks. She went six or three for three on Sunday. Unfortunately, in best bet, she went oh. <laughs> <two. laughs> That's where it matters, though, Tiffany. All right. So like, you took Bills minus seven. That was a loser. You also took Ravens Tennessee over fifty five, which honestly was a solid bet, solid handicap. Unfortunately, when things seem so obvious like that, it always goes the other way. Yeah. That was uh if you told me the Ravens would only score 23 and the Titans would lose, I would have said you were fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So that was honestly a good bet. But that's okay. 0 and 2, first time you've done that in a while. That's okay. My man Ben, you went one and one. The rest of us all went one and one. Ben, you had Baltimore, Tennessee under 55. That was a winner. That was a solid bet. And then you had combined under 289 and a half. That's so uh, crazy. That was tough. And if <laughs> That the Browns tough. and Steelers wasn't such a fucking shit show. You would have hit that. I had 71 <laughs> available going into that game, and they score 85. Unbelievable. I'm doing it again today. <laughs> all right, all right. And Eddie, my man, you went one in one as well. You had LA, Seattle, under 42 and a half. That was a loser. That shit was 30 joke. to 50. And then you had Washington football team plus nine. That was a winner. I too had Washington was. football team plus nine. That was a winner. And I took Steelers minus six. And unfortunately, Big Ben is over the hill. He fucking sucks. Pouncy <laughs> does not snap the ball. That's an L. Whatever. Things. We're on to a new week. We're going to get some winners this week. We're probably going against each other. So I can't say we're all going to go 8-0. So Tiffany, let's start it out, girl. Where are you going this week? All right, very controversial here, but I'm on the Browns plus 10 over Kansas City who can't cover a spread. So 
Let me have it. Browns plus 10. And then I'm staying in the same game. And I think that game is going to be very high scoring. So I'm going to go over 56 and a half on that game. Nice. And APR first. Two best bets from the same game. I love yeah, it. That's love true. it. That's, All right, Eddie, where are you going this week? Ah, so we mentioned it earlier. Uh, my first game that I'm taking is I'm going Rams, Packers, under 45 and a half. Uh, just it's plain and simple. It's not going to be a high-scoring affair. Any game the Rams are in have, been, have hit the under. I think it's like six of their last seven or and like, like eight of their last 12 or something like that. Some crazy numbers. So um, we're going to take the uh, under 45 and a half and the Rams-Packers. And because I am so confident in this game, Tampa Bay plus three. They're gonna win. It's not gonna. It's gonna be a close game, but they don't even need the three because I'll take a money line too. But for the sake of the show, we're taking a Tampa Bay plus three. All right. I don't agree with it, but I will agree with it right now. Ben, where are we going? <laughs> All right. I, there's a lot of disagreements this week because I'm going against uh, Tiffany here on the uh, Green Bay game. I am um, going to go Green Bay minus six and a half. Um, so I, I I do actually no I guess it's not the Tiffany do you really taking this one? That wasn't on my your, best bet, uh, but I okay, did. Yeah. I did take the Rams earlier. Yeah. All right. So I I just I do love this sitting at six and a half. Um, it was it started at seven, moved down to six and a half, and then you know that means a touchdown wins it. Um, I mean I just don't. I don't think the Rams show up against the Packers and, you know, historically the Rams haven't showed up against the Packers. I mean, you know, their last six appearances, they're one and five and oh and six against the spread. So, I mean, numbers historically tell me to go Green Bay. Um, I mean, you just got to look at the the numbers this year, too. You've got Green Bay putting up eight more points on average, you know, while still you know, only allowing, I think it was 2.3 points a, a game difference, um, you know, against. So, you know, I know Goff played well last week, but he's still injured. He's still got a broken thumb. Um, I'm sure last week was not good for it. Um, so, you know, without knowing how hurt Donald is, it's, I mean, we're just, we're talking overwhelmingly better QB numbers receiver numbers so i'm going green bay by six and a half and uh, i mentioned it earlier i'm gonna go with the uh, the whole shebang we're going over this week though i'm going over 204 i mean the way i did my numbers the way i've been doing my numbers over the whole season puts me at 203 for the total and i'm gonna be adding some uh, extra points in here for the excitement and that adrenaline at the playoffs so hey that's you know, never I'm, good trusted numbers bro no 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 i'm, I'm trusting my own numbers and that's you not just said the way numbers, you've been so. doing it and you said 203 but it's 203 and the the line's at 204 i don't right. i don't trust my numbers enough for a, a single uh -oh. point there and then uh -oh. to have and then to have the excitement i mean remember i i'm sitting at 11 and 21 right now though um but uh <laughs> you know, uh, it's a valid point. Uh, another reason though is you know we lost the big defensive teams from from last week we lost washington we lost chicago we lost indy and we lost at times pittsburgh you know so you know i think these high offenses are going to bump it you know over you know that single point that i had it under um yeah you know, i think you should really 
<laughs> going against me on this one. I think you should really pump that Rams and Green Bay over. Um, the way that I had my numbers, <laughs> I I see it completely differently. And uh, that's I why I think went under. You should hit that uh, Kansas City and Cleveland under, actually. So <laughs> I think that's the only one going under. But uh, all all said and done for the whole weekend, I'm saying over to. That's probably good, honestly, because last week heading into the the, final two games, I heard some stat that like it was the lowest scoring wildcard weekend of all time. Until the 85 points of uh, the final game. And almost won and then all shit broke. That changed it all. All right, my two best bets this week. I said it earlier. I love the Ravens plus two. This is a team I have not been high on. But I what haven't been high on them because I don't trust Lamar Jackson passing. But uh, what's his name? Uh, the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. Uh, y'all need to help me out here. He used to be the offensive coordinator for the Niners. Who was uh, it? Uh, Rome, Roman? Oh. Yes. Greg Roman, Roman. Greg Roman. He has finally said, yo, we're just going to let Lamar do what Lamar does. We're going to line up in three tight end sets and we're just going to run the ball on read options. And it's been working, dude. It's been working for six weeks. I don't see it stopping now. I don't think Buffalo is that great of a defense. I love Baltimore plus two. I would even put some on the money line. And we're going to go, we're going to stay in the AFC because this is, I think it's going to be the AFC championship, Baltimore versus Kansas City. We're going to take Kansas City minus 10. I love it. Andy Reid, 19 and three off a of bye. Average margin of victory over 12 points. Average margin of victory for uh, Patrick Mahomes, over 11 points in the playoffs. They've gotten some rest. They've been able to really uh, dissect their team. I think they have needed a rest because they haven't had a bye week in over 10 weeks. They needed this break. Kansas City, big time. We're going Kansas City, minus 10. Lock it up. Let's go. All right, so we—that was our podcast. We had a lot of disagreements this week. Let's see, uh, let's see how those numbers uh, play out. We'll definitely My mention face that. Is as red as a tomato. That's <laughs> all those well, Bud Light uh, seltzers, dog. dude. They are awful. Right? Whoever made Bud Light seltzer, by the way, like you should be fired. <laughs> There's some better uh, hard waters out there, but uh, I mean, hey, Jordan and I should be telling you to drink beer. So, yeah. dude, down ten but, pounds, uh, I gotta keep it going. That's true. Hey, that's there's. True. There's lower. There's a guy on our Instagram. We can connect you with him. He literally specializes in like nutrition around the kind of beer you like. Yeah. Hey, maybe we'll we'll maybe awesome. we'll, let's get him on. Let's get him on one of the podcasts. We should. So uh, yeah, and. Uh, I'm just going to jump to it. We got a ton of podcasts. We got a ton of, you know, places for all of you guys to check out. You know, first we'll talk about, you know, our, all of our podcasts. We've got uh, Jordan and I on Monday's drop in Taproom sports podcast. Uh, That's kind of a review of all the sports heading this week. Um, We've got Jordan and um, it's, it's Ryan doing the, uh, the program. Yep. Doing the program. Uh, We've got Jordan and Eddie doing the square shark we've got tiffany doing picks by chicks i mean tiffany you need to do a bachelor show i know well it already started so (laughs) i already know who's gonna win though brie see maybe hot take hot take put your money on yeah pick of the week is brie from the bachelor (laughs) (laughs) that's my best bet (laughs) (laughs) love it so 
everybody out there, go check out all of our stuff. We told you 21, 2021 was going to be a big year, um, and uh, at least Taproom is delivering. So um, thank you all for listening to APR, a.k.a. the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. Make sure to check out the website, www.taproomsportspodcast.com slash APR, where we have all of our individual picks for each and every game of the week. Uh, don't forget to stop by and subscribe to Taproom underscore sports on Twitter, Taproom Sports Podcast, and you know go check out at Packs, uh, Picks by Chicks uh, on Instagram and uh, the Taproom Sports Podcast website, www.taproomsportspodcast.com for all of your APR and football posts. Uh, we got to tell everybody to check out the, the weekly contest. We're going back to the over-under for our you know, for our games this weekend, but we've got a little bit of a, a, a twist for you. Um, since you only have to pick one, either the over or under, you also have to put in a five-star, well, we hope it's a five-star review, but well, a good review, review, a five-star review, it. damn it, five-star review and screenshot it. We've got the, uh, the image upload on the quiz as well. So you want a hoodie, go to www.taproomsportspodcast.com slash weekly contest. Give us that five star review. It feels weird saying that, but hey, you should think <laughs> you should think we're five stars, anyways. Damn it! But uh, again, I mean, if you just say matter. Eddie's, if you just say Eddie's great, I'll just send you one. <laughs> there we go. There go. Uh, but again, doesn't matter if one person wins or ten. We just want to give out those hoodies. So check it out again. That's www.taproomsportspodcast.com/slash/weekly/contest. And that was it. I'm your host, Big Ball and Ben Larson. We've got Steady Eddie. We've got Tiffany from Picks by Chicks. And we've got Jordan. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Let's see you next week. Tom Brady knows he fumbled against the Raiders. (laughs) We're going way back, huh? That's true, though. It's true. that It started everything. It's a fact. That's what started eight. I call him God's child for a reason. This man has been the luckiest (laughs) man on the planet, dude. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.